Hello, wonderful boys and girls. I hope that you are well. Welcome to Storytime. Today, I'm going to be reading We Are the Ship, the story of Negro League Baseball. This is a long book, so I'm going to read a little bit each and every day, so I'll do it in different parts. If you have the book, feel free to read along with me, but if you don't, it's quite okay. I'd like for you to get in a very comfortable place, just get relaxed, and let's listen and learn about the Negro Baseball League. We are the ship. First inning, beginnings. I ain't ever had a job. I just always played baseball, Satchel Page. Seems like we've been playing baseball for a mighty long time, at least as long as we've been free. Baseball's the best game there ever was. It's a beautifully designed game that requires a quick wit, a strong body, and a cool head. They say baseball was invented by a fellow named Abner Doubleday in Cooperstown, New York, back in the mid-1800s. But that is just another tall tale, because no one really knows for sure. But one thing is for sure, soon after that, you could find a baseball game being played just about everywhere in this grand old country of ours, particularly in the big cities like New York and Chicago. People of all types love to play and watch the game. Irish, Italian, German, Cuban, Puerto Rican, and African American. But back then we were called Negro or colored. Every neighborhood and every town had a team and they would all play one another. Before long, they were professional teams and organized leagues. In the mid 1860s, most professional baseball teams had only white ball players. There were a number of Negroes who did play, though they weren't treated any better than most Negroes in the country at the time. Truth is, those poor fellows were treated downright disgracefully. They were called just about every horrible name in the book, and then some. Several teams wouldn't play another team if it had a Negro on the roster, and in some states, Negroes weren't allowed to play at all. When we did play, we got the wrong directions from our manager and were targets for opposing pitchers and base runners, which was a dangerous thing because back in those days, no one wore any type of protection gear, protective gear, not even the catcher. Well, that was until Bud Fowler, the first Negro to play professional baseball, came along. Too many times he was forced to leave the field on crutches after being spiked by a base runner. Now this was a terrible thing, but some good came out of it. His scarred shins gave him the idea to attach wooden staves from a barrel to to his legs for protection. They were the first shin guards and the first protective gear in baseball. They just about saved his legs and his baseball career, or what was left of it anyway. And don't you know that those white fellows tried, like the Dickens, to break his shin guards? It just gave them a little more ambition to slide feet first when a Negro was covering the base. Despite the cruel treatment Negroes received, there were a few who became quite good ball players, like brothers, 
Welday and Moses Fleetwood Walker, Charlie Grant, Pete Hill, Soul White, Grant, Home Run Johnson, Ben Taylor, and Frank Grant. These fellows were great ball players by any measure, but none of that mattered because they were still Negroes and most white ball players didn't want to play alongside them. But in the late 1800s, Negroes began to disappear from professional baseball and were soon gone from them altogether. Now, there was never any written rule that prohibited Negroes from playing professional baseball. But soon after 1887, somehow Negroes all over couldn't get on a professional baseball team. Come to find out that all the white owners had gotten together in secret and decided to do away with Negroes in professional baseball. They agreed not to add any more to their teams and to let go of the ones they had, called it a gentleman's agreement. And I'll tell you this, the white pro ball club owners held to that agreement for almost 60 years. So what were we Negroes left to do? We loved to play baseball and a lot of guys had genuine talent. Sure, we could play against small semi-pro teams with which paid little, if at all, or swallow our pride and get a job working in some factory. But who wanted to do that, especially after tasting the fruits of what professional baseball had to offer? We had no choice but to start our own professional teams, our own leagues, and that's just what we did. All right, boys and girls, this is part one of the book we are the ship the story of negro league baseball this book was written and illustrated by kadir nelson stay tuned i'm going to keep reading this book boys we're going to learn some history here and girls thank you so much have a beautiful day